I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Celtic Now Ancelot podcast. My name is Ryan Clifford, and this is the Reaction Podcast, recorded just after the St. Murray game. Phone no victory, that's St. Murray Park. Quite comfortable, um, but we'll get into more detail Alex, good to have you on again, mate, with Alex White. Alex, how's things, mate? Not bad, Ryan. Cheers, mate. Obviously, we're about half head after the result. And also, once again, we're joined by Sammy. Sammy, how's things, mate? I'm good, mate. Yourselves? Yeah, we're all right, mate. Pulling away, as I've said. Um, Alex, uh, you're back on again, mate. Obviously, just watched the game. What was your first impressions after the game? Clinical. Um, took our chances. Played. Played quite well. Um, hoping for a big Welsh injury isn't as bad as it first seemed. Because uh, I think we all get the heart in the mouth when you see who's coming on. And yet again, near the end, Ryan, they could have scored. Get a touch like, touch like a donkey. You know what I mean? It's, if Welsh is injured, then he's going to come back into the team on Sunday and you don't want that. You know what I mean? So, but... What can you do? I, I agree with you, mate. It's, we'll talk about him in more detail, but he's just, he, he just looks a, a nervous bag of wash all the time, doesn't he? When he's on the park. And I say to my dad, as soon as he came on, I say, I, I, don't, I, I don't want him playing the rest of the season, Alex, because a, a Welsh and I are from me, Alex, I've been doing all right. Mm-hmm. And I don't, want, I don't want him to come in and disrupt that again because he's not been playing well when he's been playing. So, big guy, I was tonight. The amount of running he's done, man. Big Pablo said on Twitter, he's up and doing that part of my racehorse, man. Honestly, uh, he's, I think he's uh, in it. Uh, Alex, he's, when he takes that out, it's priceless. He's like a Rolls Royce taking that out. Sometimes mm-hmm. he gives it all away, but in general, he, he does it really well and it gets you up the park. Aye. Which is something I think. I think it's something that we need to do more often. Yeah. And obviously yourself, Sam, what was your impressions after the game? Uh, it's, I don't know. I, I don't know if a wee bit of me switched off now because the season is done. And 
I'm struggling to get too high or too low, and all that's like miserable shit here. But you know, winning four 0 a midweek away to St Mirren any other season, that's just par for the course, and we're quite happy with it. Um, the new obviously we're a wee bit more happier because it seems to show that maybe we're getting slowly but surely back into whatever normal might be for us. Um, but maybe one thing we took for the night is that the weak links Eddie and getting Duffy on the park we turned the game around. You know, it was a it was a tough game, and then he comes on, Eddie goes off, and we win the game comfortably. Maybe that's what we've been getting the wrong all season. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, the, the injury to Welsh is a uh, it's just again it's probably symptomatic of the season that we're having. You get a wee bright spark, um, guy starts to look as if he might come in and do a bit of a job and. He looks a badging, unfortunately. Um, and Duffy, I think we would all love the big man to at least have a decent few games and see the season and a very man of the match. A couple of goals to kind of show that he's had it some in his time here, but he just, I think a big dog playing centre half, honestly. He's, he's, he's frightening, man. He's, he's all out of shop, honestly. Um, he's a kind of, of centre half that you're up against. You think to yourself, I'd fancy my chances against him and I'm nearly 40. Do you know what I mean? He'll, he'll give you something. And, and if you're a manager, you don't need to be a manager of any, any great standing coming up against us. If he's playing, you're just telling your centre-half, just press him. He'll do something. He'll, he'll give you the ball. He, he will. He'll, he'll give you the ball. Just hang about him enough. Uh, I hope he plays against us in the next game. <laughs> 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 I'll be fucked now that I've built it up. He will play and I'll have a shot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but obviously, uh, Alex, to start the game, I thought it was a wee bit lazadaisical. Um, we're going away silly passes early on. And for me, uh, as much as we won the game for nothing, obviously, you go through the game in more detail. Uh, I was good players don't make any mistakes. Again, we, we shouldn't be nervous. I know we're going through maybe one of the best of seasons, but you should be confident to for our confidence. And for me, the first. First few minutes, we're getting the ball with a bit much more leaking. Which... Aye. Um, like I say, I know he's biggest fan, but Walker said a few times on uh, commentary, oh, that's something Welsh needs to build on in his game, his passing for the back. Um, aye, I can understand. Aye. You, shouldn't, you shouldn't be going to St Mum Park and being anxious and worried if you're going to come away with a victory. Because they beat you like ten days before at Celtic Park, so four nothing a midweek. Like Paul said, uh, Sammy said, I it's a good result, but too little, too late. Know what I mean, I think that's a foul. The the conscientious of the Celtic fans, it's four nothing routine victory, but you're, you're hard. It's hard to get yourself. Oh, it's just it's just three points and. If we start getting maybe closer and we just start getting points, then you might get a bit more excited. But the new, it's just get the three points and just don't get beat in it, really. You know what needs to happen? See these red cards they're getting? These red cards need to happen during the game. No two or three days after the game. And uh, that's what their manager shouting for consistency, really. No, I agree with you. I, I, I agree with you, obviously, the games that they've been playing, it's been nothing each. And then they're no getting red cards, and they're going to win a game one nothing. And you're thinking, but it's beyond paranoid now because I've spoken about it, like, like yourselves, Sammy and Alex. Usual, no more than me, so older than me. So you've seen a bit more football. I mean, obviously, through the years, it's it's no a coincidence anymore. You just know it's 
incompetent refereeing and maybe a, maybe a wee bit of an agenda in a way. Mm-hmm. Which... I, I've, I've always tried to refute, to refute that. I, I know that it's dead easy for us to go to that and sometimes there's plenty of evidence there to suggest it, but see if it is the case, if we're good enough, we win 12 trophies in a row, we, we win nine titles in a row, refs don't stop us if we're good enough. I, don't get me wrong, um, over the last couple of weeks I've looked at a couple of things and I've been pissed myself laughing. The one, the boy Roofs won against St. Johnson last week. I mean, I, I don't know what the ref sees there. The, the Morelos won against Hibs. I don't know what the ref sees there. I mean, it's, it's as blatant as you want. But And you're right, these are games that they are, they're drawing nothing each. I mean, the, the Morelos one, they're drawing nothing each. He stays in the park and ends up scoring the winning goal. Um, if, 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 that's a, if we're in a tight title race, that becomes a key component. But... We were talking all fair about it, to bring it back to us, um, we were talking before we started here that forget before Christmas, forget drawing at Pitaudry and forget dropping points at St Johnson at home and, and all the crap. Since we've come back for Dubai, this this great trip that we would see all this extra benefit face, since we've come back for there, we've drawn three games and lost a game. That's nine points. We get the nine points on the board now, plus we win our game in hand. We're then six points behind them, playing them twice. All of a sudden, the title's back in our hands. It's it's with our hands because they're a piss up, you know. Um, and and I know it wasn't a piss up, and I'm being flippant, right? But Lennon's coming out the other week there and saying, "Oh, we are where we are because of things out with our control." No, we are where we are because of our own fucking stupidity, um, our own ignorance. And if we were even closer to them, even if we'd picked up even six out of the nine points, I think we'd be starting to breathe down their neck and that's when their bottle will be tested. They'll talk about how they've no bottled it like they did the last two years. That's because they've not had any pressure this year. You know, in January, we've not been anywhere near them, whereas in previous years, we've been writing their coattails and they may have bottled it. I watched their game at the weekend against Hamilton and they're poor. I mean, they, they, they'll win the league and they'll deserve to win the league. And you'll not hear me say anything other than that, right? If, you know, they'll win the league this year and they'll be deserved champions because they've won more games than we have and that's what it's all about at the end of the day but fuck me they're poor until there's a league to us and see to have to think that Tavernier's going to be heralded as a league winning captain when he's guff and Arfield's going to be doing that stupid fucking salute and they're going to be winning things and it's all we're in fault um, and that just nights like a night if we were closer then that would be a standard 4-0 win Lee St. Johnson, roll them out, get the goals away we did, magic, move on to the next game. Whereas we're sitting the night and we're going, is that signs we're coming back? But aye, it, it just, it, it winds me up mere about the whole Dubai thing, which I know we spoke about it last time, so we spoke about it many, many times, but that, that's where this season's went to fuck as much as anything else. Is that something you'd agree with, Alex? Because for me, I'm totally, totally agreeing with that. Aye, 100%. It's what Sammy's saying, it's some of the decisions they have been getting this season has been unbelievable. Like some of the games, it's laughable. They did another one at Hamilton. Boy clean through, he gets stoked. It's a red card and you're doing it to ten again. No, yellow card, a, a warning. Um pretty bad your striker for a dive, which he didn't dive. Then it gets it gets dumped back that he can play. You know what I mean? And then our manager's giving it all they need consistency. Is he having a laugh? They get consistency. They consistently get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> I always say, brother beatings and all that. I'll help them out. <laughs> I mean, but, um, it can, obviously, it's done and dusted, right? But see when you're playing them and 
next month, you might you might you might have thought trying to do something. I mean, I know the league's done and they're going to win it and all the rest of it, but Aye, that's the that's important thing, and obviously it's in the future. I'm sure it'll get covered near the time, but uh, that's the important thing. Now, uh, their test isn't about going to, or at least it shouldn't be about going to St Mirren and getting results. It will be about what we do when we come up against them next month. Um, we all know what happened to Ibrox when we, we we were the better team. We just couldn't score a goal, um, and then Beaton has his moment of madness and that ruins it. Um, if we play like that again in the next game, you would have to fancy that we will get the win um, and at least then um, we can start to feel positive about next season um, oh, listen if they lose two games between now and then and we go to that then all of a sudden you start to have a bit of belief but uh, until that time I think we just need to take it ourselves one game at a time and see where we end up by then because from my opinion if I'm being honest with you I'd say if we beat the Ibrox I generally think they'd a car crash I generally believe because You've seen the last few games. I know we went off the top of the night's game, but it's actually good to talk about this because, as you've said, Sammy, they have been poor. I know people say that's a sign of champions winning games, but they're getting decisions and then they're going to score. And if the decisions were given on the park, it all, it's all building into something that you don't want to talk about agenda. You don't want to talk about referees. Because as you say, if you're good enough, you win the league. But when you look at it, individual fouls, it's... And the games, it's changing. The games, Alex and Adi, I agree with you that, that it's, it's something that I think it's going to get looked at in general. But I just think the referees in general are just very, very poor, to be fair, Alex, in my opinion. It's, as I've said before, it's honest mistakes that's happening. These honest mistakes are happening too often. I'll I mean, be honest. I, I'll be honest. I, I, don't know, I don't know if I use the term honest mistakes. I just think they're pish. Um, I, I, I don't. There's there's one or two that you could argue. You know, um, you think of obviously got leanings towards another team, but I really just put it down to being pish. Um, I've seen Willie Collum be pish in our games and be pish in their games and be pish in games with Hearts and Dundee United. The guy's just pish, um, and I think that goes across the board. There was a wee while I actually thought the boy Clancy looked as if he'd be decent, and then in the last year it's as if he heard me say it and he's like, ah, no, I'm like, mate, you look like Dick Sammy and we'll be pish and all. So I just think they're Pish. And I like the way I'm saying pish right now, so I'm going to keep saying it like that. So, again, and, and I'm loathed because uh, the one thing they'll love, right, let's be honest, the one thing they'll love is if they win this league, they've stopped 10, they're going to love that. And they want to hear us all moaning about referees and moaning about other things. See, the best thing today, the best thing today is just go, oh, well done. You've won a league, you've won a league because you won more games than other than we did. Um, yeah. See, provided by the start of next season, we're in a better place and we know where we're going. Then I'm not particularly asked. Um, we've lost ten in a row; would have been magic. But to, to compensate that, we did a quadruple treble, and that's something that definitely will never be done again. So I'll take that. I definitely. Um, but again, it's we can speak about this for hours because it's stuff that's actually quite interesting. To you. Yeah, the chat about, but obviously back to the night's game. Uh, the first goal by Rogic, Alex, fantastic goal. The K- Kenny's pass was superb. Again, we can spoke about it when when Rogic when it clicks with Rogic, the guy's an absolute baller. But sometimes it's he's in and out, in and out. But again, he's the last two or three games he's playing consistently. He's getting a bit of joy, and I think a fit Rogic. 
he is very, very good for us. Aye, definitely. Um, his finishing eight is, is just what he does. I mean, but like you said, Ryan, he can have a run of games and no dating. And then you're thinking, oh my God, what's happening here? And then he turns in the night and does that. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. But I like how you look at that boy Kenny at right back. Definitely. I just wish one left back was as good as one right back. I think Kenny's he's solid enough. He gives you a bit of solidarity at the back and he likes to go forward. And I, I like the fact when he gets the ball out wide, he does look up. But we from Palmer is just getting the ball and just running into and they were stolen motors. He was just running about. Which uh, mm-hmm. again, if he get coached better, he might have uh, I think Fram Palm will go and be a good player because I think he, he, if he get coached, I think he'd be a lot better. But again, We've got Kenny now against another loan deal. You don't want to get too attached to the guy because he could be an absolute brilliant signing. You can back to Everton, so you just need, he's, he's, I think he's got to keep it solid to the rest of the season. Um, but again, Sammy, that we mentioned, Ayer. Again, I thought Ayer was good, and I think Ayer's been one of our best players this season. Um, I think I've mentioned before on here, and obviously in personal chats between us, um, that if you were to drop a list of Ayer's biggest fans, there's not enough paper in the world before you get to me, but um, so it probably says a lot about how bad our season is. If I'm saying that, I would agree that I probably is one of our better players now. Um, at least he's shown he, he, he's shown up and he's, he's trying to be a team player. Um, he seems to have cut out some of the nonsense, whether he's realized um, that there's a need to stop being a dick because somebody else, there's plenty around him that are doing that job, you know, or is it just that other folk are playing that bad, he doesn't look as bad, I don't know, but nah, um, he, he did another good solid game and he's, he's in a good run uh, in, in terms of Kenny um, I'm wary um, because Laxalt came in at the start of the season and we all thought we'd fun ourselves a gem um, and, and listen, you're absolutely right to mention coaching, um, one thing I was going to say about the night in general um, that, that's shown up for me is See somebody ask you, would you be able to say what your style of football is then? I, I, I don't think we have got one. We're neither a passing team or a counter team or, you know, we, we don't play around the back. We don't try and get... It, it, it just looks like we don't have a style and as a result, players, I think like a Yeti. I, I actually really like to look at a Yeti. I think there's a real striker in there. But, you know yourself, Ryan, if you haven't played as a striker, you need service. He looks like the type of boy he needs to be playing in the 18-year box and he needs boys being slipped in channels or cut back for bylines. And we just don't seem to be creating anything. I saw a stat um, on Twitter, I think it was the day or yesterday, basically talking about how we've had something like the highest percentage of our shots in target or shots in goal have come through outside the penalty box this season, higher than any other club in, in the country. And you think, that doesn't seem right. You know, we should be a team that work the ball into the box and make chances and, and we're no. I mean, don't get me wrong, you probably find Ryan Christie took 124% of their shots right enough. And, but, yeah. uh, no, I, I, I think Ayer has been has been playing well. I think Kenny looks decent. In terms of Rogic, <laughs> Rogic is a very, very good player. Rogic is one of the players. See, at Celtic, we'll get players, we won't get great players, but we'll get players who can do great things. Um and Rogic falls in that category. See if Rogic was able to play the way he does for 90 minutes for 25 games a year, he wouldn't be at Celtic. You know, we're yeah. able to get this players who can do that sort of stuff because they're only consistent, because they can do it all the time, because as soon as they did, he'd be away in our club. Dembele was the sort of player who could do it. He's away. Edward's the sort of player who can do it. He'll be away. You know, um, that, that's that's 
pretty much we'll get the players who, like I say, we won't get great players, but we'll get players who can do great things, or we'll get your Van Dykes. We'll get the great players when they're making their way up. Um, so I think you have to accept with Rogic that you might get one good game in six, one good game in five, um, and you take it in the night. I mean, don't get me wrong, I, I have no idea where, why your coaching staff think that playing Rogic on the right-hand side of a diamond four is where you play them. I mean, that's fucking nuts, but it worked tonight, so there's no point moaning about it, I suppose. <laughs> I definitely agree with you um, when it comes to on the coaching side that I don't see the identity we've got anymore. We've lost the we under Rodgers were attacking, counter-attacking. There was, there was, there was an identity in the team and you knew the way we played. The start, last season, you could see it, but the end of the season, it was fading and I think the new it's you don't know. You don't know if I'll come or gone. You don't know what is going to turn up. The night we were comfortable, but but clinical. But again, I thought the first half was a bit boring. It's just they don't know if you're coming or gone, and I don't know if you agree with that, Alex. But I think we need to get a, a kind of module and style back. Mm-hmm. You've, I mean, you've heard <clears throat> so many people saying it uh, on Twitter and whatever. Name what guys that you play football with that that Neil Lennon doesn't coach the players. They're not getting the coaching they were getting when Brendan was here. It's obvious. You need these at this day and age, you need a coach. I mean, apparently, the other side of the world, it's not Jerry, but it's doing the coaching now. It's like his assistant and that, McAllister and other guys. But you I know, Bill. You know yourself. I mean, and Sammy knows as well. You need, you need to get coached. The thing about that is Lenin, we all know Lenin's kind of master, if you like, or who we all thought he kind of learnt for the mace was Martin O'Neill. And mm-hmm. we all know traditionally Martin O'Neill didn't do any coaching. Um, it was John Robertson and Steve Wolfe that did all their coaching. But the problem is that was in football 20-odd year ago, you know, where football players would have accepted that. And, and, on, and on top of that, at least Martin O'Neill was a good man-manager. So he trusted these coaches, they did the coaching, and then he did the inspirational stuff and the man-management. Neil Lennon, I don't think Neil Lennon could tempt me out of a burning building. Honestly, he's fucking just, oh, I'm all right, mate, I'll stay here. Just, honestly, um, but that's just the post-mortem of this season. I realise I'm saying like, right, do a fucking night, but there you go. But I, oh. I, 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 I don't know, 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 who's going to be the man to change it? Who's going to be the man to take it forward next season? Who do you think, Ach, listen, that, that's a discussion that we could probably go around in circles for the next six months. It won't be him. That's the only thing I'll say is it won't be him. Uh, I think um, the reason, and I know this will come up in a lot of the pods on here, Ryan, but um, the reason he's not being replaced now is because, A, Peter Lowell's not going to be here, so it wouldn't be right for us to pick a new manager and fire on the new guy. Uh, and secondly, if you know you see the number of rumours that are floating about, and one being that until the league is mathematically, or sorry, arithmetically sealed, yeah. Uh, they can't sack him because he would be entitled to a bigger payoff at that point. So maybe that is the case. Um, whoever we want isn't available. I don't know, but um, I think we've just got to see it through. The, the worry was about sealing second place. I don't think that's a problem. We'll get second. Um, I do think we'll even close the gap a wee bit. We might end up getting the gap to less than ten points, which fair enough. I think, and it's a sorry thing to say that's sitting at the start of February to say that the target is now only lose the league by nine points. But um, I had. Uh, I t- <laughs> there's not much I can say about him 
Um, we could sit here every single night of the week and every podcast that you do here, Cliffy, and talk about Lennon. I think we're all in agreement. It's, he's not a man to take us forward, and I don't think he will be, um, despite everything that he says himself. For me, it's, for me, um, I just, I, I think for the, for the onset, since the rumour started, I've, I've been wanting Eddie Howe. Eddie Howe's on my Christmas card, shall we say, that I've said before, I think. We bring a new freshness to the, but again, is he going to come in if we're, if we're going to go down this, the, 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 the football situation, you've got, to, you've got to get a manager that's going to comprehend with the DOF, so we don't know what's going behind the scenes because, the sirens for the club, we don't know nothing, we don't know who's getting up in view, we don't know what this guy McKay is going to do, we don't know what it's sort of club like, so for me, if it's my choice, as we can, we can talk about it a, a lot, but for me, it'd be Eddie Howe, Alex, um, but for me, I think it's going to be, it's, we've got to be guys that can actually coach and trust the backroom staff with Rogers, Rogers on coaching, but he trusted with Chris Davis, who is meant to be an absolute unbelievable coach. You had, had Damien Duffer as well. You had Kendi, who again, Kendi might be a bit of a scapegoat this year because he don't do very well. He's meant to be well respected in the coach industry. So I just don't know. I'm like you guys. I don't really know where we go for here at the season, but I'm probably a bit more positive than Sammy that I've not given up the league yet. In my head, I'm still thinking just you've got to just keep positive. I know realistically when we're going to win the league. But until, as I've said, they've got the trophy. And the horns, I'm not going to get up until it's it's not going to happen. But Alex, I don't know who you would kind of want to come in as manager, but I'd, I really, I, I really, I'd just let the guys up the top do with that because I really don't know who, who what their thinking is. I agree. The, the major rumour that <clears throat> has been getting kicked about in the past week or so is, see, because... The new guy that's come in, you know, you hear this all the time. It's this guy, it's that guy, and it's all my mate told me this guy's getting a job. Supposedly, Steve Clark's the man they want to take it on because he went. This is where it all adds up, Sammy, as well. He went to school. Steve Clark and this guy went to school together, and the like, schoolboy pals and all this, and people have been told, get your money on. I've not done it. No, 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 can do that road. But uh, even though it's sitting at twenty-one, no, you, you like a bet yourself, right? But I hope it's not him. I'll be honest. Do, I would like to know what? I, I, I hope it's not him on two counts. First of all, I hope it's not him because I just don't want him as a manager. Secondly, see if we're getting to the stage where we're appointing folk because they're pals, then we haven't moved on for the issues that we've got in the boardroom now. Um, and if that is the case, then. Long live the king, eh? do you know what I mean? Because it's just the same old, same old. Um, aye. No, I, I, I can't see that. I actually, as I mentioned the last time I was on, um, Cliffy, that see if we're going down the director of football model, then the, the head coach is the last person we get a job to because it should be the director of football who's involved in appointing the coach. And actually, see if it's going to be that. I don't think you're going to get... I, I don't think Steve Clark would work with a director of football. Um, he's a wee bit old school as a football manager. Um, I don't know that Eddie Howe would, but he might. Um, progressive coach Benitez isn't going to work under a director of football if he's one of the names that have been put in there. Um, and it brings me back to who I mentioned the last time I was on. I think Sean Maloney is a, a real candidate for this job. Um, I, I think that he'll do the Euros with, with Belgium and 
at the end of that, Martinez probably fancies a, a club job somewhere. And I know folk are suggesting we should be done on for him, but folk need to wake up if they think we're going to get Roberto Martinez is going to leave the number one side in the world and come and I think Maloney under a, 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 a directory of football, I think that that's going to be a, an extreme possibility. Um, but we'll, we'll wait and see. We've got all summer to waste our breath speculating off of that before Steve Clark's seen Hodden Green and White Scarf in middle of June. Would, would the director of football be something you'd be interested in yourself, Alex, going forward? Aye, aye I think they should. Uh, I think they should look at that. Um, and I totally agree with what Sammy's saying. Maloney, for me, aye, would be a good shout. Because I think, like you're saying, these other managers, Ryan, they're, they're at the price range. You know what I mean? What happened with Rodgers was a one-off. You're not going to get somebody like that again. I don't see us getting somebody like that again. Although it was good at the time, but I just can't see that happening. Clark, no. no too, too negative. That's no our football. He's too negative a manager. Maloney could be could be a good shout, aye. Um, it won't be Martinez William. So who who he appoints as his number two, I don't know. Um but aye. I, I, I would uh, I didn't go so far as Jesse's number two was it um was it again tonight? He was wearing the armband for Selic. Really? I, I, I could just I can just see the club can do that route. That Brun retires again. None of this. I'm not saying for a second the thousand charges is who I would appoint, but um, our board, in particular, majority shareholder, seems to think that as fans that were gullible enough to take anything with somebody with a Celtic connection. And I think if he thought he, if Sean Maloney does want to get into management, it, it would make sense that he would start out with Celtic. Um, mm-hmm. Scott Brown's contract's up. As I said, he's been Danish coaching. Does he move across? You've got McManus, who's obviously in the coaching there. Kennedy, if he stays, the Darno D's, and you, you know, let's put together a dream team, a dream team of the 2007 or 2008 title one inside, or you know, I, I, you could just see it. I'm, again, I'm not saying it's it's what I would want, but you can absolutely see Dermot Desmond sitting there thinking, ah, they'll lap this shit up, so let's feed them that. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but but regardless, um, as I said, we, we've got all summer to sit and speculate. Um, I think we need to look at the here and now. Um, we just need to keep picking up the points in the hope that, that they, they hit a wee slump and drop some points and all of a sudden the pressure builds on them. I, I, I appreciate what you're saying, Cliffy, but the league, you know what I give up. Listen, nothing, and I, and I really mean this, nothing would give me greater pleasure in the next six months. Um, I mean, I think I'd take enough four lockdowns if it meant that Celtic would win the league. Um, nothing would give me greater pleasure. Um, than Celtic pulling this back and winning the league primarily not just because I attend the row but I've got a good few whatsapps that I'd be able to resend to folk to give me reminders of things that they've sent me over the last few months <laughs> I've been getting getting some severe abuse and all I mean uh, Aye, any day with football though Alec or just in general <laughs> <laughs> what do you do with football because I've not seen you so many years so uh, and obviously, you never know. You might get a shout up with Maloney after seeing you and my dad last year. Uh, true, mate. True. And guys, the guys got eyes, I suppose. Eh? <laughs> he was saying that day that boy knows how to celebrate. He's <laughs> obviously, obviously, um, Alexander. We're talking about a yeti. Um, I, I, I agree with Sammy that I will relate the guy. And the day again, I thought he was, he was always, he was always come to his feet. He was holding it in. He was strong. 
sometimes it did look pretty with maybe Tony Caravan chasing back, but for me, that's not his game. Um, for me, that actually reminds me a bit of myself. He wants to take the ball on, he wants to field defenders, spin way off, and I think if you play his strengths, for me, Alex, I think he will score his goals. Again, I don't think the partnership with Ward's going to work. I don't see there's a partnership whatsoever because I don't think Edward's going to be here next year anyway. So, But I think going forward, I think if you get maybe a... I'm not saying Hearts or something, but I'm saying that type of target man up front by Yeti, I think it could work. Because for me, Griffiths is slowly going to the picture. I, I still say Griffiths is the best fans in Scotland, but I think he's... For me, Alex, I think he's slowly getting weeded out the team. And if a new match comes in, I think the team's getting ripped apart and somebody old guard who I say are going to get ripped away. Um, I didn't know I did Jetty had a chocolate knee, like yourself, right? I mean, I see, like, say the night, see when I make changes at night, and Griffiths is like the third or fourth player to bring on the park. See when Edward's gonna Griffiths should be coming on the park, no Ryan Coffee. Well, funnily enough, I said that. I said when Christy came on, we had two strikers sitting on the bench. You Clamal and Griffiths, and he puts Chris on, which at, at the point I thought, well, he's going to go 4 2 3 1, then put Christy wide and bring Rogic into the number 10 or something. I thought he was going to do something like that. No, no he put Christy up front, um, which was nonsense. Griffiths, again, there's rumours, and this is the season of rumours. There's a lot of rumours about Griffiths and Lennon having fell out. Um, I, I, I'm agreeing with what Cliffy said at the start of that, um, that, that Griffiths is on his way out. Um, that there is a section of the squad that I think needs to be refreshed. And the good thing is, for most of the ones who need to go, we're probably going to get some money back for them, um, some decent money, so that's fine. Uh, a, Yeti, a Yeti does remind me of a kind of Gary Hooper or Scott McDonald. Um, and if he's got somebody who, somebody who does the running, you know, you think of McDonald. McDonald had a great time when he had big uh, Venegar. Um, beside him um, somebody doing a lot of the hold up work and he can play off him uh, Hooper Hooper wasn't interested when the ball was out wide he let Stokes primarily or Samaras do all the work for him um, he was just dead to come alive when it came in the box and I, I, I see a lot of that and I, yeah, um, I think the he's going through that stage where you know it's like if you've no scored through well or you're playing for a new team and you're trying to impress you start running the channels and you start dropping deeper than you normally would and and you find yourself at your comfort zone. Um, I think if he gets his confidence up and starts playing his strengths um, and, and staying in the penalty box, I think he's a 20-25 goals a season guy, no bother. Um, and we probably will see the better of him next year with a new manager, a new structure, a new style. And, and, and you're absolutely right. Him and Edward, I don't think there's a... Certainly the new, there's not a partnership there. And, and there's probably no point trying to forge one because we all know Eddie's away in the summer. So let's get through to the summer. Eddie goes and we start worrying about how, you know, if we're looking at four two three one next season where well, we know that Turnbull should be playing the number 10 and we're looking at a Yeti should be playing the number 9. Um, let's start fitting the pieces in um, and start focusing on where we go long term. Um, but I, I do think if I yet can get a run between noon and the end of the season, maybe we're going to have four or five goals in him, get his confidence going and we're a good full pre-season in him. Um, I think we'll see the best of him next year. But that's something you'd be able to agree with as well, Alex, or Jetty. Does he remind you of him? Because I, I've said he reminds me of Hooper the way. Obviously, maybe we don't know how good he is fully, but for me, I thought Hooper was outstanding. Um, so Cliffy's likening himself to Hooper then? I was, I don't know You have a chocolate knee, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you used to own slag me all the time, man. <laughs> um, I, Alex, would that be something you'd agree with as well because I think a Yeti will again under maybe a better manager who knows his style of play and can get him involved with the midfield 
i.e. Tumble, I think we could be on to one other. Aye, possibly. But like the two you are saying, and yeah, you could be like, see if you've got, we've no go at it now, see if you've got wingers in your team and they're flinging balls into balls or your fullbacks are flinging balls. Aye, this guy could score 20, 25 goals a season, no bother. Um, don't agree with yourself and Sammy saying about um, Edward, he'll be away. He'll be away. Possibly not even a big team, that's what I know you. you know what I mean? You probably go to Southampton or a Leicester, probably go to Leicester. Um, but I, Thumble is the number 10. I, um, you're possibly looking at a full, a full new defence as well. I mean, the fire's still there, the wire's still there, but then you need to hold on about it, hopefully. I think Julian will be the only one that will still be there. I think you're looking at two new fullbacks. Hopefully, we keep a hold of Julian when he comes back. I think Ayer will go. Duffy fucking be chased out of town. Young boy Welsh will probably come as your kind of third centre back. Beaton's probably going to be away. A right back situation shot to hell because we don't have one. Um, left back, we're only going to be left with Greg Taylor. So you're absolutely right. Any manager coming in, his focus isn't going to be on signing a striker. His focus is going to be on signing. Yeah. Uh, a defence and wingers because it, even in the middle of the park if, if, if you were looking now at what's next season a midfield three of McGregor, Sorrow and Turnbull you'd, you'd be quite happy to start a season with that as your first choice middle three mm-hmm. um, it's then about the wingers I mean we've massively I know he gets, in, he gets a lot of um, slating amongst Celtic sport but mm-hmm. we've really seen how the James Forrest how much have we missed James Forrest this season um, him and Julian have basically missed the majority of the season and our defence has been all over the place and we've just had nothing by way of creativity um, and I know Forrest gets a lot of stick um, well he does need it against them and he does need it against bigger sides and that's just because bigger and better teams know how to play him which is fine like I said earlier he's a player who can do great things he's not a great player um, when you come up against better teams he's maybe not got that, that extra bit but in games against Livingston and Hibs and St. Johnson's and stuff like that, you're looking at James Forrest to go on the ball and, and chuck in 10, 15 goals a season and stuff like that, and we've just absolutely missed that. We've not had anybody um, to, to, to step in when he's been gone. So you'd be looking at him coming in. I obviously, I've seen reports that El Unice coming in. For, I'm not sure about that. I don't know if I would bother. Um, he infuriates me too much. I, I would try and find a better, a, a more a, a touchline winger. Um, a bit like Forrest, somebody who's going to get to the byline, stay wide, know somebody who cuts in all the time. Um, but again, that's that's next season's worries. There's a hundred and one things that will happen before we worry about that. No, I agree with you, uh, Sammy, because I think the night again it shows that we're missing width. And for me, mm-hmm. the diamond, I know we've won games playing a diamond, but for me, the diamond doesn't suit Celtic because you take McGregor, Alex, in my opinion, McGregor, apart from He's passed the, the night. He, he was out of the game because he's out of position. Tumble came into the game the second half, first half. Harry McGregor were burning in the game. Second half, they get into it. But again, Wogg's out of position. McGregor's should be, in my opinion, just floating about doing what he's got today. Tumble, and they're out of position. I don't think the diamond suits the players we've got. I know we're winning games. People are saying, well, Ryan, they're really no talking sense here because we're winning games. But I've only won games all season and there's no coincidence in my opinion that when Sorrow and Tumble come on the team they start to play well and for me I'm I'm old school just go off flat 4-4-2 four, four, and just play your best team I don't know what you think of that Alex but for me Ellen Ussie I'm an, I'm an offence for him uh, I, was in, I was in the podcast earlier with Robert and I said the same I'm, I think maybe under a better manager 
who plays in the right position, you may get me a joy at him. I don't know, but for me, everything Alex is under a better manager. And I think you've got it's hard to sing, guys, you know, from my opinion, for next season, you don't know who the manager's going to be, Alex. Mm-hmm. All right, Ellen, I say for me, on his day, uh, he, can, he can be really good. He's proved that in some games, but once again, he can have a run of 10, 12 games and he's two good games with it. So for me, it'd be a no. I would be, I, I would be saying no. I know they're saying it could be only like five million or something to get him, but I would say no. No for me. And Sammy yeah. was saying, yeah, direct winger. I mean, somebody better than that. So, no, no for me. I do agree as well with Sam and before us and Julian. We've kind of, I think I've spoken about it in podcasts before that we've, we've missed a full spine of a team really all season. We've not had a spine for the, a goalie. For me, I know Scott Bender and much doing right. For me, Scott Bender good enough. Barcaster still should be the best of him. We don't know if he's good enough yet. We don't know. Hazard still a young goalkeeper. For me, I would send him alone because for me, he's not number one yet. Despite the defence, it's been up and down all season. Duffy, Julian, Welsh, Beaton. Basically, your full defence has been, I mean, you've got guy in and out the midfield. You've not a settled team all season. So, how can you have a settled consistency, Sammy? It's very hard on yourselves to play football. If you've not got a settled team and you don't know who's going to turn up every week, how can you play as a team? It's very hard. Aye, the 4 4 2 diamond was brought in. Um, I think because we wanted to play two strikers because we had this um, fantasy that because we had two or three good months out of Griffiths and Edward last season, we had to find a way to get the two of them playing up front together. And we tried the back three and the fact that we've got one competent centre-half trying to play with three wasn't going to work. Um, so we've had to find the 4-4-2. I, I, I just don't know that a 4-4-2... A flat four four two really works too well. Um, I think it works if you've got extremely mobile strikers and your two midfielders are box to box, and your centre halves can be trusted and stuff like that. But the, the fact is, we've got centre halves who can't be trusted. So you need a sitter, even if it is Scott Brown. You still need a whole mid. Um, I agree with McGregor. I still think Callum McGregor's our best player, uh, and, and I include Edward in that. I still think Callum McGregor's our best player. I think technically he's an outstanding footballer. He's been he's been ruined over the last year or two because of Scott Brown's deterioration, and he's trying to cover for him. Um, you're right. When we brought Sorrow into the team, um, it frees McGregor. It lets him go and express himself because Sorrow does the covering. Um, so, as I say, for next season, I'd be looking for us to build it <laughs> and see if there was a manager in place the new the night who knew that he was here next season and was trying to build for next season, I think he would be playing that. I think he would go, OK, we're going to go with Sorrell, we're going to go with McGregor, we're going to go with Turnbull, because that's the centrepiece of my team for next season. Um, I would begin Barcaster on the team. That, for me, Lennon made a comment a couple of months ago that Barcaster cost us five million quid, whatever it was, and he's not had a chance. He was his number one. Plays two games or something and then he drops him. Seeing those two games, I think he's realised he's not here next season. And he just went, fuck it, why am I going to try and uh, help Barkas progress? Why am I going to bother Mars trying to help develop him? Um, I'll just stick with Scott Bain because he's probably pally with him or something like that, you know. Um, for me, I, I said it one of the times I was on before, I would, I would give Barkas a run. I, I would give him a run to the end of the season. Um, we need to know if there's a goalie in there. Um, you know, this guy's played Champions League football, he plays for his national side, he, he's not a mug. He's maybe not looked great, but he's not a mug. He's clearly not a mug. I, I would give him a run. He needs a settled defence in front of him. He needs a bit of confidence. 
he needs to be able to go out. I mean, let's be honest, we all think lockdown's hard on us. Imagine going to a foreign country where you don't know anybody, you hardly speak the language. You have no family or pals around about you, and all your days you go to your work and you go home and sit in your house. That's what that guy's been doing since August, um, and I think it's really, really telling. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd like to see him get a chance. Um, if, we're, if we're talking about the Knights team, <sighs> how many of them would you have next season? I, I don't know how many of them will still be there. Um, if you, you know, the goalie will change the, the back line. Welsh will still be there. I will be gone. I hope Taylor's away because he's just not good enough. The right back's on loan. Brown's out of contract and we're all fairly comfortable. We don't want him in our first 11. So you've got McGregor, Turnbull, Rogic will probably be away. Eddie will be away. Um, Ayeti will still be there. You know, so you're talking maybe two or three at the starting 11 will probably still be there. So it's really hard to to look ahead um, with that. And it's just about, as I said earlier, for the rest of the season, it's about just picking up the three points. See if somehow, by some miracle, we find the gap getting smaller and smaller and smaller and there's a race on. Then we can start to get excited about it. But um, at the minute, I just want to see us tick off the wins and stop embarrassing ourselves. Uh, I definitely agree with you when it comes to, because obviously, El Harman's away now, Alex. And again, he was suffering maybe a bit of isolation, depression, nobody able to see his family again. If there was no COVID here, he can go and see his family in the route. Because obviously, I think clubs let guys do that, don't they, Alex? They can go and get a flight there for two or three days, see your family come back. So he's obviously not had that and his performances ever since he's this lockdown. They've dropped his way off. El Ham is a decent player. Um, and I think when it comes to Barkas, again, I think you a play football yourself. Team spirit is a big thing. And he can go for coffees for guys to get. Well, so again, that's just wee things that for me and football makes you better on the park. And again, I just, I just, I'm all up there, but the full thing with the goalkeeper situation, because for me, Alex Lennon's come out saying this and he's not doing this and he's saying this. I just, I watch these pressers mainly because I'm doing the podcast and just for my own knowledge. But if I wasn't a big Celtic fan, some of these pressers, Alex, I wouldn't listen to Aye, too. Uh, he's <clears throat> he's not a man to take it forward, you know what I mean? And you just contradicting yourself, oh, Barkas has got to play, because he's five million, he's my number one. Two games later, he's not on the team. So, you're either playing him or you're not playing him. And as Sammy said, Bain could be a pal or could be a pal of the, the coaching team or whatever, but he's not the answer. Um Hazard's too young. He needs he needs more games. If it's not going to be back ass either, well, there's another position you're, you're going to need to fill. I, I just I, I don't see his, I, I, well no sign a goalie. See unless Barkas asks away, Barkas will be the new goalie for the new goalkeeper eh, for the new manager because you're not going to you've got a five million pound untested asset there that you're going to try if if I came in as a new manager unless for some reason a the player comes out and says to me. I've had enough for this, I need out of here. Or Stevie Woods comes and says, oh, 100%, I can't do anything with him. Um, yeah. I, I think the goalie says it. And like I said, there are so, you're, you're needing the whole new back four. We're not going to have a bottomless pit of money. We, we do need two full backs. We're going to need at least two centre backs. Um, probably going to need a left winger. <laughs> and that's before any That's before any new manager wants to bring in anybody that he trusts or knows. Um, I, I don't see us replacing the goalie. I think Bain will go and Hazard might be allowed to be the number two or if Bain stays and is allowed to be the number two uh, something that you said earlier I would send Hazard out on loan to another um, Scottish Premier League team 
I don't think we do enough of that. I think, I mean, I would have done it with Griffiths as well. See if he's not going to play. I'm sure Hibs or Aberdeen or, you know, Aberdeen needed to buy three new strikers. I think they were a bit of run off to have Lee Griffiths on one. Mm-hmm. And you buy yourself that opportunity that he might help take points off the other mob. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think that's what we should be doing there. So I, I don't see replacing the goalie no matter what, unless, as I say, unless Barkas himself says he's had enough and he wants to go. Because obviously, see as well in the game today, it's you're talking about Taylor. I've spoke with Taylor. Aye. And it's a hard I, I, I don't know how people can say, I, he started games and maybe we've won them, fair enough. But he's, he doesn't associate me with Celtic left back. A Celtic left back for me is flying full back, getting balls in, no getting up to the line and passing it back and past it. You've got to have a bit of belief in yourself to go past a man. It's just, as a winger, as a, as a fullback, you've got to have a legs to get up and down, up and down, up and down. And I don't think, for me, he's solid enough maybe for the SPL, but if you want to progress, as what Mr Lowell says, as an elite club, Champions League club, you've got to get better players because, as you have said, Alex and Sammy, next year, the team is going to be ripped apart and I think he's an our guy and he might be playing second fiddle again. But Alex, I think for me, as well, see the thing, I don't know if you've noticed it as well, I'll look at yourself, Alex, first, but seeing when we take shies, our shies are ridiculous. Uh, people think the shies are nothing in football. Shies for me is a big part of football. It can get you goals. There's no idea. It's just lump, lump, and balls are going out the park. And again, it's good players don't make simple mistakes. And this season, we've been making a lot of mistakes, especially people think shies aren't a big deal. But in my opinion, for me as a striker, I like shies. Hold the ball in and like the play. Well, <clears throat> one of the games I was at last season Ryan Hamilton away and Taylor was having a nightmare 65 minutes was getting no joy at all was getting so far and you see cutting back playing the ball back away back away back away substitution gets made puts, takes him off puts on Johnny Hayes the ball goes out the park Johnny Hayes vaults over the advertising board takes a quick shy ball gets crossed in Julian bang one nothing I mean, it's well, Johnny Hayes wasn't the answer either, right? But at least fall back and cross the ball in. See, don't hang out. Sorry, Clark. Well, something I would say about that, and, and you're listening 100%. I'll start this with a caveat that I'm not for a second suggesting Greg Taylor should be anywhere near a sailor jersey, right? But seeing defensive, the lack of crosses, um, I think a lot of that is there's nobody in the middle. You know, how many times do you think he maybe gets forward and he looks up and Edward has drifted out of the box? Um, we said the start earlier, or shots are comfort. So we don't get bodies in the box. Um, our midfielders get so far and stand off. Edward wants to drop back and none of the other three have been in the team long enough or consistently enough to build up an understanding with the wide players. You know, Ayeti gets a couple of games and then he's out and then Griffiths will get a couple of games and then we come out against Rangers and all of a sudden Clamala's getting a start and... It's a shamble, so it must be hard. And I think, I take your point, I don't know why we let Johnny Hayes go. Um, he was a decent squad player and he probably would have played the majority of this season, to be perfectly honest. Um, mm-hmm. But I think anybody, I think I think David Beckham himself and his pomp would have struggled um, to be putting balls into the box for our team this season because nobody gets into the fucking penalty area. I definitely honest. as well, We've spoken about it before, Alex and Sammy, but I've been big on recruitment this season and 
They've let go Hayes, they've let go Simonovic. They've no really replaced him. Um, Simonovic get left, uh, let, uh, let go. Bring in Shane Duffy. See on hindsight, I'd rather have Simonovic because I thought on his day he was, he was all right. He was solid enough. He did make a few mistakes, but you weren't as nervous with Simonovic in the ball, in my opinion, now. It's you with Shane Duffy. I just, I just can't believe. I just thought Shane Duffy would have been a good player, would have been a good signing. First couple of games, scored a couple of goals, and you're thinking, this is a good move. This guy's going to be solid at the back, and he just, he just doesn't. I, I find it hard. To, I find it hard to overly criticise the recruitment of Shane Duffy, and I suppose you could argue, well, scouts and coaches should see we're we're just fans, but I think just about everybody, to a man and woman, when we signed Shane Duffy, thought it was a good deal. You know, we all thought we'd got ourselves a proper international captain, Premier League centre half. Um, he was the he was the guy we were missing. We'd seen Julian, who's a classy centre half, but get bullied off of the boy at Kilmarnock and off of Dykes at Livingston. And here's this no nonsense big centre half who he'd away cannon boys and all the rest. Of it. So I can understand why they brought Shane Duffy in. Like I said, you do appreciate that maybe scouts should have seen what was coming, but. Um, <laughs> But I so so I do get that. Um, but I would have kept Simonovic about. I agree with you. I think um, at Celtic, considering we'd finish the season playing a back three, we'll see. Then you're needing at least five centre halves. You've got to account for form, suspensions, injuries. So if you're allowing for Stephen Wells to maybe be a sixth, if if he's going to be a young boy, you're still needing to fill your squad with centre halves. We were counting near Beaton as a centre half, quite clearly, um, which fair enough, but. To me, I think we left ourselves drastically short. And same at left-back, we get rid of Hayes and then have to go and buy a lone left-back. Um, it makes no sense. The, the recruitment this year did seem a wee bit haphazard. It did seem a wee bit um, just, just buying players for the sake of buying players. Um, and whether it was we didn't get our, our original targets, you know, did we want Tony? And we couldn't get him, so we went for a yay. We wanted Forster, we couldn't get him, so we went for Barkas. If we had our second, third, fourth, fifth choice targets and stuff, maybe. Um, but I, I, I would have kept Jozo. I like Jozo. Um, yeah, he was he was flawed, but I keep going back to it. Everybody we sign will be flawed. We The reason we're able to get these players is because they've got that in the locker. We just need to hope that they don't have that many. Unfortunately, Shane Duffy, we've probably bought enough flaws to last us a lifetime. The next 18 signings should all be good because he's surely bought up all the bad luck. In my opinion, lads, I, Shane Duffy, I was, I was like, what a sign. Even my old man was saying, Ryan, he's, he's decent, he's no nonsense, he'll just defend. Because obviously he's just defending me Brighton. He was defending against guys like Aguero and all that. So you're thinking, he's played at a decent standard, Cam Island should come here all right and I just don't know what's happened. I don't know if it's Alex. I've spoken about it as well. We don't know how he's because obviously his dad passed away. We don't know what his personal life's like. But again, that's where the management for Lenny comes in, Alex. Where if he has had that torrid time personally, or it's affected. Then you just tell him, listen, go back to the for two months, just go away. I think Aye. that's for me, Alex. That's something where, as uh, Sammy says, the recruitment side and the management. For me, you've got to deal with that and just see if he's no if he's no playing well, just take him out. Aye, aye, totally. A better manager would have dealt with that better, like you said, than probably a manager like Rogers or Martin O'Neill or get managers like that. They would have just went, you're coming out the team. 
away for three, four weeks. Wayne Tiger, he did You're not playing. Seed was obviously up his ass when he was playing, and it was shown in the games. And, and- uh, and there's too many players in the squad like that. See, we think El Hamid. So El Hamid's issue was his wife and Wayne was back in Israel, right? That's fine. Duffy's issue is his, his dad's passed away and his family there. Barkas's issue is that he's, he's homesick and stuff. You can afford to take each of them individually and say, what do you need? See, again, or obviously, no, you can't go anywhere, right? But during this, at the start of the season, the lockdown wasn't that strict. You could easily have said, go and, we're going to give you a month off. Go back home for a couple of weeks sort you to see your family do what you need to do so you can come back refreshed um, the fact that there's so many players like that just tends itself again to the poor man management of the squad and and even even on Lennon that, that doesn't all fall on him I know he's the manager and, and he's able to do that but other folk at the club can see that and should be assisting, you know, and Peter Lowell does everything. He's even our chief physio as well, right? But he he should have been over the top of that as well and saying, look, there's a couple of guys there that probably could do with a break. Even if it is yeah. just, you know, as I've said, Barkas could have went back to Greece for two weeks and even allowing for quarantining on either side. If you're waiting for about six weeks, we'll handle that, we'll deal with it. Scope it on about an international break. You're going back anyway to play for your country, so do you know what? Go back a couple of weeks earlier, spend some time with your family, and we'll see you when you come back. Um, all this stuff was a, was an opportunity and an option. If it had been one player, you could understand it being missed, but the fact that there's so many players in their team that that, that, that refers to, you have to think to yourself, well, where's the, the squad management? Where's the man management? Where's the, where's the magic? We mentioned Martin O'Neill. Even Brendan Rodgers, for everything we might think of him, these are the sort of guys that would see this pick up in this and go, do you know what, this is only fitba, and if we've got to manage with you for a month, I'd rather you were happy and you were mentally strong. You get yourself away and you do what you need to do and then we'll pick you up when you come back. And See, we do that. Shane Duffy could have still came back and still been falling out his own feet and running the wrong way and things like that. We'll never know. But at least the guy himself would have had a better bit more mental wellness um, instead of he's dealing with whatever internal struggles and family problems or whatever it happens to be. And on top of that, he's worrying about his performance. He's playing shite and knowing in the days of social media that there's folk in every corner of the universe is watching this and laughing at him. And it just builds and builds and builds and builds. And it, it's a shame for him. Listen, I, I don't want to see him at Celtic next season. I don't care. Um, and as a football fan, he can piss off. But being a decent human being, it, it can't be easy for them. Um, and our, our management should be seeing things like this and should have been on top of that. And as I say, the fact that there was more than one player, that, that's what just makes it worse. I think I definitely agree with you. Um, and I think we, with Alex's comments before, I think Alex, I think that's something you agree with as well. I definitely I definitely um, It should have been dealt with, as Sammy was saying, it should have been dealt with better than it was. And that's saying that poor man management again. I mean, it's just things need to change. Need to change by time for next year. No, they don't. We won 4 0. Stop moaning. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, back on the game. Um, the goal, uh, the penalty, Edward, tumble, that wee flat again, brilliant pass. Um, and Sammy, you just know where Edward's. I said in the last podcast, but we were on with Jerry and Claire and Robert that. You know when Edward's on that penalty spot, you, you're very comfortable. You don't even need to look at the, the part because you know he's going to score. I think, that, I think he's missed one penalty. Whereas I think that they mentioned I think it was at St Mirren in the season. And if I remember correctly, he was just a bit too cocky that night. 
Um, if he steps out to a penalty and he and he just he goes about it professionally, aye, there's no doubt he scores the goals. Um, he's on a wee run of goals now. I think that's the first time in his Celtic career he scored five consecutive games. Um, nice wee run. Um, folks ain't too little too late. Well, what's he made today? No doubt. Um, he's scoring goals. Um, I still don't think he looks like himself. I don't know what it is where he's trying to walk Everton in. Um, he seems to be trying to dribble in everybody three times and all the rest of it. But no, you're right. When he steps out to a penalty, you're, you're fairly confident he's going to stick it away. I, um, I, I think Alex, well, we've, we've spoken in the past about it as well. I think it's something that he's maybe going to do a bit more, but when it comes to his penalties, you just know he's going to score. Even better when he, when he disrespects people when he's taking a penalty. <laughs> you know something? See every time they get a penalty since then, you expect him to do that again. Maybe not the night when it's only sitting at one 0 but you know what? You're still. I mean, you're going like, is he going to do this again here? I mean, so he, he is ice cool. He, he is extremely composed. Um, yeah, you see that when he gets through most of his one on ones. Um, he keeps a level head. He doesn't let the blood rush to his nut and panic and just hit it. Placing things so setting up for a penalty, I don't think phases him. Um, and and uh, worryingly, I think he knows he's too good. He knows he's better yeah. than everybody up here, and he knows that he's going to score goals. Um, and I think that's a wee. That, that, so aye, he, he stepped up and out scored. And I think we all breathe a sigh of relief when that went in because you know at that point, 2 0 away, what was it, 10, 11 minutes to go? At that point, that's it, the game's over. We've won the game and you can you can stop worrying about dropping any more points. See, in general, I don't know, I'll go into yourself, Alex, first, I don't know about the full season, Edward, but I think, see if he's if he's what other suitors see watching this season. For me, if he's going down south or he's going to go, if it's been France, for me, he's not done enough after the ball this season. I may have nice wee tricks and his feet is brilliant and he's getting a bit of habit of strong goals again. But if he's wanting to go and progress his game, in my opinion, he's got to do better than what he's doing after the ball. Because for me, after the ball, I thought the night I yet had done more after the ball than I just don't know if it's just me being criticism because my standards are too high or they've been so high. But I think this season, Alex, he's, I agree with Sammy that he's not been himself. Uh, he's not his. <clears throat> he's not totally on it the way he was on it last season um, and like you said see if he's wanting to leave and he's wanting away and he's wanting other teams to look at him fine he should be doing there and playing better than he's doing like Sammy said some of the incidents I mean another one tonight yourself or Sammy in a game you put your foot right through it Ripped it right, just like tickle it past the goalkeeper any other time I'd get smashed in the back of the net um, I he's no doing as much as he used to do. It, 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 for a start, I, to be fair, I don't think it matters. I think if any team is lining up to sign him in the summer, they've already decided um, they're going to sign him. And 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 anything that happens between now and then, pro, other than an injury, I suppose. But um, anything that happens, then isn't he going to impact that or affect it? He'll be judged on. See if anything, he'll, he'll be judged on what he's done in Europe and what he's done for the French under twenty one side, more than what he's judged on what he's doing it. I keep calling it Love Street, but whatever the hell it's called down in the new St Mirren Stadium or something. Um, so, and I think he knows that, and it probably almost highlights the fact that he probably knows where he's gone. Mm-hmm. We know how football works, that agents have got deals teed up, and one he's mentioned Leicester. I think we all know why we think he'll go to Leicester, um, and, and it probably makes sense. 
Um, and Celtic probably knows he's going. Everybody probably knows he's going, and it would explain maybe why he's kind of switched off a wee bit, trying to have a bit of fun. And actually, it's taking the pressure off him, and that's maybe why he's scoring again, because he's a wee bit more relaxed about it. Um, but then you think he would shoot me other than trying to dribble by folk before they break his legs and ruin his move. But um, I, I think we a bit like Dembele, um, and even going right back to your Larson's and stuff, I think we just make sure we enjoy as much as we've got of Edward for the next couple of months because come the summer he'll be off and, and, and fair play him. I mean, we've had what, um, about four years, that be? Three, four years? Um, I, don't, I don't think we can complain too much about that. Eh? If we, I don't think we would have thought we'd have got that much out of a guy um, like that. So, no, fair play him. And obviously, Alex, uh, we've because I spoke about earlier on about the subs he made, putting Christie on, and then obviously Chris has scored again, brilliant pass for tumble. But at the time, I was baffled by the sub Alex again. He's two strikers on the bench. Obviously, he's my my thoughts about it, Danny. But obviously, a lot of shame because he came on and scored. So, but again, the subs for me all season have been baffling. And the night maybe it worked, but at the time, I thought Ben Christie on taking taking a yeti off, a yeti again, Danny Rich. Didn't look pleased getting off, which is, I think for me, any striker mm. shouldn't look pleased coming off. Um, but again, take away that, it's a good goal. Again, Tumbles be passed again. Tumbles just, I've spoken about him the last few weeks. People must be sick of listening to talk about him, but I can't get enough of the guy. I think we've got to build the team about him. And I think for me, Tumble, and if it is Christy, again, he plays in midfield. We've got to just continue to play these guys. If it is Christy, if it is Tumble, but for me, Tumble for the goal. Probably pass and Christy again, good finish. Aye, totally. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, some of the games this season, I mean, recent games, some of these substitutions are absolutely baffling. Um, and you, you know yourself, when playing football, if you get two calf, you're not happy getting two calf. But it happened again tonight, and I know the game was done, right? But he seems to take off tumble every single game. And you've seen the past couple of games and he's done it. Thumble's no happy going after Clark. Well, he shouldn't be. I mean, but just I some his substitution, did you think what you doing? And that proved tonight that if it's rumours are true, something's happened with Griffiths. If you're taking off your striker and you're putting on a so-called midfielder and you're telling me go and play up front, there's something in that there. You know what I mean? And then you're bringing on another striker and it's still no Griffiths. So, something's happened. Because see that point, um, uh, Sammy, I thought one nothing. For me, I thought that was a, a defensive tactic. Obviously, it worked one game for nothing. But at that point, you know, why, why, can, why are you basically going one up front? You, you, you're only one nothing up. You should be going to try and get two. That's what I think we've missed all season. We've no idea. I didn't say to go and score goals, go and get your second, go and get your third, go and get your fourth. I know we won four nothing. But until we get a second goal, it was just. Passing, it was all nice. It wasn't. There was no intent to go and get a second, go and get a third. I did. First of all, we should say that one in four nil has absolutely zero to do with Neil Lennon's tactics. Or you know that freak couple of minutes where we score a couple of goals when the game's done and stuff like that. Um, his substitutions, his team selections. It reminds me of playing football manager pissed. You know, you ever sat and played champ manager when you're pissed? And like you sober up and you load your game up the next day and you wonder why you've lost three games in the bounce and you realise the team selection, you thought, fuck, I should probably be paying attention to that. Um, just random, just just random. The, the Turnbull stuff, I, I actually think Turnbull tends to run out of steam 
uh, and does start to get quite tired. That's why he gets subbed a lot. Um, Ayeti also. I mean, Andy Walker, the night, talking about, you know, it's February and Ayeti's still no match sharp. I was had two or three bad injuries through the season and he's missed big chunks. That, that'll be why Andy, you clown. Um, but no... <laughs> Aye, these substitutions. Christie comes on. Funnily enough, having a, I was talking with a guy that we all know, Barry, during the game, and um, and on his text, he was saying, you know, it was just his luck tonight that the two guys in the starting eleven um, were Rogic and Brown that he, he didn't want to see, and they'd actually both played all right. Brown was having a good game. Rogic scored the goal. We were lamenting Christie coming on, and I jokingly says, "You realise now the way it's gone tonight, he's going to score." <laughs> and sure yeah. enough, he pops up and does it. Um, Fair enough. Took, took his goal well. Um, maybe he was trying to cross and it turned into a goal. I don't care. Um, scores his goal. I, I was actually more impressed with Turnbull's finish for the fourth. Um, I think we all know um, there's plenty of players on the ball drops like that where they just smashed it. Um, he's had the composure um, to prick the near post and find the gap. So um, I, I was impressed with that. Um, we didn't have a swagger. We didn't play like a team that won 4-0. But at the end of the day, you know, it's a clean sheet. It's three points. Um, and the goals were spread around about the team, so so we take that. Obviously, Alex, your thoughts on obviously the two the two goals three for nothing again. Tumble, I just don't want uh, people get bored of me talking about him, but I just think he was, he's very instrumental in what we do. Aye, boy's a good player. Um, and even as the commentator said tonight, as he bowled. Next season, he's the one that you build your team with. Um, always a playmaker, he's, he's got ability, and as Sammy said, he's composure. Most guys, if it's world level or professional level, they smashed that ball. He's just picked his spot and went, No, it's getting in there. Um, eyes. And somebody, I can't remember if it was on Twitter or on Facebook, he's, he's different gravy. And I mean, he's just he's got that wee bit of. Chief of Valley McFadden raves about him. McFadden obviously worked with him at Motherwell, but eh, he's, he's a bit of class. I mean, and the thing is, well, Alex, in three million pound, what a bargain, by the way, because he's no, he'll go for 10, 15, whatever, because I think it was a four year deal we got him on, so he's going to go for a bit of money, because I think he'll probably win another, maybe end of the season, maybe give him another deal, maybe give him a pay rise to, just to keep him here, because if he goes to if he goes to Euros, which he might do if he continues to play well, you're going to have suitors after him, and bigger teams might actually come in from. So this is where I was maybe t- I was talking to my old man about it when it comes to maybe Ayer. If it is, even I know we're saying Ayer and Edward might go, but if Celtic had any ambition, you might go listen, look, send an all-year deal, and we'll try and get a bigger move for more money. It could be just we things like that. I think we should be we should be talking to players more like Ayer Alex. Listen, sign another, another year deal. We'll give you an extra five grand in the summer. We'll try and get a better move. Just wee things like that, I think, we need to do behind the scenes. I, I, I don't think... I, I, think we, I think we probably tried that. Um, but Ayer made it clear, for what we can understand, Ayer made it clear last summer he wanted away. So I think even if we'd have put 70 grand a week under his nose... Maybe he would have read, but I think I think it was his head. No, um, and in terms of better moves, the clubs that want him will want him. Um, and actually, if we put him in a new contract to try and drive the price up, it runs the risk of driving clubs away. Um, so I think they'd be loath to do it. Um, it would have been nice, and I think we should have tried last year, and it would have been a nice boost if we'd have got Eddie on another year um, to help. But, but I think we'll still get 
I still, we'll still get 20 million for Eddie. Yeah, it's not the 40, 50 that we all dream we would get. I think we'll get 20, 25 maybe. Higher, might get between 15 and 20. But then you're still looking. I mean, we were talking about Frimpong earlier. That's a bonus, 11 million quid or whatever it was. We weren't expecting to sell him. We wouldn't massively miss him. Um, and it's a nice wee wedge of money there, um, which is nice given the money that we're probably hemorrhaging with, with no fans in the ground and stuff. So um, it was a nice wee lift. Christie will probably go for around about 10. You know, so we will tear the squad apart, but there's decent money probably going to be coming in. Um, I, I, I don't know if there's much benefit in, in tying these players down because what you then run the risk of is, let's just say for argument's sake, you, you say, all right, we'll give you an extra 15 grand a week so you sign in a year. And then he thinks to sell, well, actually, I'm not going to get this wage anywhere else. I'll just fucking stay here and see this one. And all of a sudden, you've cost yourself an extra 15 grand a week for the next two or three years. Um, I think I think we've we've got to accept that players are coming and players will go. The, the players that might stay longer, Turnbull might stay a lot longer. Scottish lad, Celtic fan, you know, he might do a McGregor and think... I've actually got a chance to stay here for six, seven, eight years, depending on what the club's doing and the success levels that we're getting and stuff. He, he may stay around a wee bit longer. But any foreign player that's coming in, I think if they're any good and we're getting three, four years at the bank, we need to be happy with that, especially if we then sell them on for a, for a profit. Because obviously what you were saying, um, the selling players I've said as well that I think, Alex, a new, a new manager, a new a DOF, whoever it is, a new structure is going to have a bit of money and spend because we will sell players. So again, Alex, you've got some money for a new manager, for some players, and I think it's it might actually be a blessing in disguise. We don't want to lose the league, right? We don't want to lose the league. We don't want to sell your best players. But look what happened with Dyla. We won the game very well. We beat the semi-final. Desmond meant, you know what? Fuck this. Got a good manager. Spent a bit of dough. Never know it. That could happen again. I know some are going to get the El Cabed and Rogers, but I'm just saying I may actually go and spend a bit of money to try and go back and top again. I I don't. <clears throat> I spoke about this the other day. I don't think. Obviously, if they do, it's looking like they're going to clinch a league. He's not going to take that line down. He's going to say, right, what have I done the last time? Right, let's go and get a half decent manager in the door. Um, where's that going to leave? They're going to leave. And Sammy said, you're going to get, you're going to make good money on players. I mean, in at the door. But then it should, but then will it, will it be made available for the new guy? You don't know if we're going to go right. We've raked in 50 million, but we're only going to give you 20. Can I do that? I mean, you need the problem to with that, The problem with that is we do need to account for the fact that we're losing money. I mean, that's well yeah. over a year. That's going to be well over a year mm-hmm. with no support in the ground. Um, everybody that's bought a season ticket this year is going to be entitled to something. Um, you know, because they obviously, they charge the price he's expecting folk to be back in by October, November time. Folk are going to have had a full season. they basically an IPTV deal for £600 a year. So they're going to be, they're going to have to refund them, whether it's a major discount on next year's ticket or something like that, or folk claiming refunds back and stuff. So... We are losing money, so money that will come in will need to be covered by these sales. Uh, on top of that, I'm just not so convinced Dermot Desmond gives a toss anymore. Because um, see, the, the, Dermot, the, the passion that he showed when he brought Rodgers in because the Rangers were, were, were coming on, were coattails, whatever, if that semi-final. See, if he had that, Neil Lennon wouldn't have been in the dugout tonight. 
you know, he, he would have made moves months ago to, to sort it. Um, and in, unless, listen, hey, I, I'm really hoping it spits through, unless he has a master plan already in place and he's decided, I'm going to give Lennon the opportunity to win the treble, which he did. I'm going to give him the chance to turn it around in January because they always shit the bed in January and we'll get a chance. And it's now reached the stage where he's thought, well, it's fucked now, so what's the point? We'll just let him see out his contract because big changes are coming this summer. Then fair enough, but <laughs> maybe I'm cynical. I just, I'm too old to be getting my hopes up just to let Celtic dash them because it happens far too often. Um, I, th- I think there'll be a DOF. I think, you know, there's a talk of the boy at Man City. Um, that we've been looking at. Um, so potentially something like that comes in and takes on a director of football role. I think there'll be a young upcoming coach. I, I keep mentioning Maloney, but it might not be. It could be Joe Bloggs, yeah. I don't know. Um, and I think there'll be an expectation on us to start producing some Eriwarian talent again, because we haven't done that for a while. Um, I find it difficult to believe that we only have Stephen Welsh as a centre-half in our academy. Um, that we don't have, you know... Tony Ralston's still the only right-back that we've got that comes through the academy. I think Tony Ralston's about 37, as you know, and he's still our only academy right-back. We don't have a left-back at all. Um, things like that. So I think whoever comes in, whether it's Maloney or you know, Ryan Clifford or whoever it happens to be, whoever comes in as manager, there will be an expectation that we're looking for you to run with a squad of 25, but see at least nine of them. We want them to be academy graduates. We want you to start producing the name because we can't afford to keep going and spending three million quid on a striker that's useless and have to sell on because we've done that for the last God knows how long. I mean, there was a stat, and I heard it on another podcast, but there was a stat um, that's quite frightening given the, the nature of the fact that we call Peter Loyal a tight ass, that we're running a, 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 a negative net spending transfers of the last years. You know, we're spending far more than we're bringing in. It just so happens that we're buying shite. You know, um, I think we could all run off a list of 10 or 11 strikers alone in the last mm. 10 years that we've signed for one and a half, two and a half, three million pound each. And it just racks up and racks up and they've all been piss poor. So we're spending their money, we're just not spending the right places. Well, then that money would be better invested giving the young boys a chance um, because then you might actually make some profit or better still, you'll get a, a Cal McGregor and a James Forrest, somebody will come through and, you know, will engage with the fans and won't piss off to Arsenal after three good seasons. Right, right. Kedon is a driver. That obviously, I I totally agree with you, Sammy. That we've no been as we've no been a lot of youth have no come into the production line as much as maybe it has in the past. Would that be something, Alex? Again, that you think should be obviously? I think we spend two or three million in an academy, so it's not like we've no put money in it. Um, I think maybe we need to maybe start obviously due to Brexit, Alex. It could affect the transfers. Start bringing more more youth guys in if it means employing better coaches. Um, I don't know how you go about it. Hmm. <clears throat> well, we need to do something. As, as Sammy was saying, that you can't have only have Welsh as the only centre half coming through for that academy. There must be another left back coming through. Welsh is not the answer either. I mean, so there must be another. There must be players there, Brian. There must be. I mean, and or they're just thinking, well, these boys aren't good enough. So then we'll just sign about fucking four one players every season. And then you're lucky if what two at least two and maybe it works out that they've been a good signing. How many duffers have we signed? Not just forwards, fallbacks, midfielders that have been absolutely honking. I mean. 
but initially, when well, it out, it worked good, and then, no, something's got to, something's got to give. I think in general our thoughts is I think this is I'm missing my opinion as you guys that we've got to start bringing a bit more youth through and again it could help us in the future when it comes to transfer fees because look at Tierney broke for the youth went for a bit of money McGregor when and if he goes that is it, McGregor could be all, all his career he'll go for a bit of money um, but in general uh, I'll the last kind of the last kind of thoughts seeing us out tonight guys. Alex, obviously, going forward, hopefully try and close the gap, but what's your, kind of, your lasting thoughts are going forward to the rest of the season? Just keep trying to win every week. Um, just get that gap down, you know what I mean? Um, and I'm the same as you, and I know Sammy pointed to Emma, I would not love nothing more than they just collapsed in the last and we pulled this back. Um, it would be amazing, but just try and get as many points as you can, get goals scored, try and get back to clean sheets. And if it does get continued, which it possibly won't, the Scottish Cup gets played it, well, try and get your hands on that again. I think I definitely the Scottish Cup because I really, it was sick me, Alex, if we go a season without winning a trophy after winning 12 in a row. 12 in a row. It'll be very sickening to have a season you thought you would have won maybe 10 in a row to go for that to, to get out of Europe and having no trophies. Which I think Sammy's it's something that it's very hard to dream about. I was not winning anything because you've been through such a good spell. Aye. Um, like you say, that I'm not convinced that the, the Scottish Cup's going to get played. Um which is a shame because it's the national tournament and regardless of what's happened in the last year or so, um, there's nothing better than a, a, bringing the season to an end with the Scottish Cup final, particularly if we're the ones winning it. Um, in terms of how we see it the season, yep, if the Scottish Cup's played, I think that has to be a, a priority, um, particularly if it's become abundantly clear that we're not winning the league, they're no collapsing, we're not pulling that back, then let's focus on getting a trophy that do you know what? Lennon can sign off when I've got a silverware and go and we can bring a, a, this era of success to a, to a close with a trophy. Um, I want us to go on a wee winning run. Let's rack up sort of six, seven, eight wins in a row, get the confidence back, get players back playing to their best so that we can get into the season and go, yep, didn't work out the way we wanted, but we're, we're on a high. What I don't want is it dripping away and falling away and just becoming turgid um, like the first half was the night, let's be honest, it was it was, it was was a tough watch um, and you're really only watching it out of loyalty because um, it's, it's really difficult, especially when you then look and see that Spurs Everton ends up four each night, I could have sat and watched that, that would have been exciting um, so, no uh, for, for the rest of the season it, my dream would be that, that, that we, we, we find a settled team of players that's going to be here next season and we start playing them but Neil Lennon's not going to do that, so Let's just uh, let's just focus on winning one game at a time, uh, and and more importantly, when it comes into was it twenty second of March or whenever it is, um, when they come to Parkhead, that we at least get a win against them. Um, mm-hmm. A to stop their bloody unbeaten record because I can't be asked listening to folk trying to falsely equate it to an invincible season um, if they go unbeaten in the league. So um, end that, finish the season high, and as I said earlier on, get the gap down to single figures, then I'll be happy. 
And the last well, we happy's a stretch. <laughs> the last we fought, but you say there, I'll put it to Alex about obviously the Brinsville season. There's not a chance that's ever ever gonna capitulate to what we done, Alex. Never no matter what they say, I don't care if they go on unbeaten all season, it's never gonna they, they, let's be honest, they're never gonna see what, what we've seen. They're never gonna see I know you shouldn't say never, but Rangers are in my I can't see them in my lifetime, Rangers going in one and nine. And going for 10 again. I don't think it's going to happen. I think, I don't know if you will do it again. I think this is your time to do it. And I think there must be something in the, I think there must be something in the SFA laws that 10 doesn't happen. We tried it, didn't happen. We tried it, didn't happen. We tried it. Might not happen. So again, that's something I agree with Sammy that Alex is never, that's never going to even enter calculations. No, it's, they can't. <clears throat> They can't have an invincible season, so mum put an end to that. I mean, I fair enough, they're unbeaten in the league. And you've seen some of the games, Ryan, and Sammy, you've seen it. Some of the games are winning and they're getting away with it. And you're like, ah, how the fuck are they no losing this game? I'm the same as like yourself. Um, keep building, keep playing. Then I think it's the 21st of March or something. Mm-hmm. They play them uh, at And give them a beat. Maybe no take three, four or five, I think. Give him a beating, and you say, right, that's your unbeaten record, are we? I'll take a pressure one now, right now. <laughs> NLD. Sammy, NLD. <laughs> Can I pick who scores it? Guys, <laughs> <laughs> it's been good to have you on. Um, again, it's good to obviously analyse the game and other other topics that we can speak about all day. Um, but again, appreciate you coming on, Alex, Sammy. Um, keep safe, keep well, obviously. Hopefully, get. Uh, back into the football ground soon I think that's a big thing that we're wanting as well obviously people's mental health as well so we're wanting to get back into football and obviously see a couple of and hopefully hopefully we'll obviously continue to rebuild and just see where the season takes us but Alex, Sammy appreciate your time guys hail, hail and I'll see you again all the best boys good speaking to you bye 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 ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.